0: Hello, we are live at Pack Expo. I'm calling this the Packaging Podcast Extravaganza episode. I love it. I thought that was on brand. I'm Laura Fodi. I'm with SpecRite. I'm the host of the Beyond the Shelf, the product and packaging podcast. Thrilled to be joined by some of my favorite packaging podcasters and and packaging influencers. Corey Connors.
1: Yes, thank you.
0: Thank you, Corey. Corey with what's the name of your podcast again?
1: Sustainable Packaging Podcast. With with Corey Connors. Connors. With Corey Connors. Very creative name.
0: I love it. And and by the way, I love your new logo design.
1: Oh, thank you. It looks so good. Mr. Avelia Matos. Shout out to Emilio. Yeah.
0: And then Mr. Adam Peak of People of Packaging. That's me. It's so good to see you guys in person. We very rarely get to all three of us be in the same room. It's true, Physically. Yeah. It's so good to be back. This show has been unbelievable so far. What have you guys seen at the show so far that you're excited about?
1: Everything. Sustainable packaging just all everything. over the place, <laughs> all over the place, sustainable packaging. People are doing Sorry. reusable no, packaging. No, no, no. People are doing paper-based. Sustainability is uh, on everyone's mind that I'm talking to. It's exciting.
0: Yeah. What about you, Adam? Yeah.
1: Oh, well, I'm not just going to say everything. Well, you should start with that. I mean, <laughs> what's exciting? The world. Everything. I
2: love all the world. Uh, <laughs> so far at the show... You know, I'm a I'm a reverend, so I am not allowed to lie. It's one of the Big Ten, and uh, I've I've been to the right booth, and I met some awesome people, and that's how much I've explored the space. Yeah. I've been to the media lounge. Shout out to PMMI for putting on another great show. Amazing. They've been incredible. They treat us in in the media, even the weird media, like what Corey and yeah. I, what we all make, right? Yep. Uh, but yeah, it's been just the energy here is insane. The amount of people just flowing through the hallways. We've been stopped a few times. Like, hey, can you sign my baby's forehead? No, they haven't. That. <laughs> not yet, next
0: not year. Not yet,
2: not yet. But yeah, a few people have stopped us and like, hey, I know you guys. And it's like, thank you, hello.
1: It's very weird to be recognized.
0: Is it weird to be a packaging celebrity? Uh, minor, but yes. You yep. guys are also on TikTok, I hear.
1: Yeah, TikTok uh, at Corrigated, uh, if you're listening. And it's, it's a huge... New place for packaging professionals. So, highly recommend it.
0: I love that. I mean, to me, you know, I was thinking about topics for us to discuss. And I know all three of us are very passionate about packaging. And we think packaging is cool. And I think there's a lot of people here who um, also believe in that. But it really does feel like there's more energy around packaging. And what really excites me is all the technology partners in packaging. And I feel like we're all really working together. I mean, at the booth right now, we have someone from Triac. They're the leading life cycle assessment tool. Um, our friends from tops yep. are not, here. Not
2: the baseball card company. It's no. palletization software. The leading software.
0: palletization and load optimization tool. Yes. Shout out to our friends at tops.
2: <laughs> you can't get a Mark McGuire rookie card from them. That's,
0: I asked. Let me, you did? Oh, okay. Well, you know.
2: But right. they can um, optimize
1: your pallet. They yep. could
2: have optimized the pallets of Mark McGuire rookie cards.
0: <laughs> I, think, I think Michelle from Lorax is even floating around. Um, our friends from ISTA are here. And to me what excites me is i'm seeing you know uh unilever was here earlier um and i was i was hearing him talk and and it seems to me like packaging people are starting to think like technologists yeah Yeah. they're really starting to think about the digitization of packaging and how it helps them get their job done yes and and to me that's what's really exciting because we're not going to be sustainable if we don't know where we are in fact hold on i have a I, love, I just have a soundboard. That's Matthew Wright, our founder and CEO, but he has all these little catchphrases. No, he's
2: here. He was actually right behind me. He, he was right behind started. Adam
0: <laughs> Peak. Um yeah. But it's true. You can't be sustainable without data. And that's something yeah. we've heard over and over again at the show.
1: I agree. I interviewed Frederick Drew from Unilever, who you're talking about, and he, he, that's all he was talking about is, uh, okay, how can we set set a bar and then beat it? How can we improve and be more sustainable? And it was incredible.
0: Yeah. I mean, Allison um, was here. She's from the TRAG team. She's a sustainability solution consultant. And she was saying that, you Know the biggest barrier of entry of people performing LCAs is the data, the yeah. packaging data needed to do it, yeah. and how this integration is really going to be a game changer and helping people do LCAs when they're thinking about yeah. proto ideation at the ideation stage. I mean, so much of we, what we talk about is stuff that's already in production, right? Um, so that's really exciting to me as well. Yeah, there's a huge academia presence here. Yes,
2: yeah, have fine. you guys got a gotten thousand? It? There's a thousand college students there's here, a
0: thousand students here, yep. and
2: high school kids, and there's a bunch of high school kids coming, Amazing. really packaging is for the children. Yeah. It's what ODB said. Rest yeah. in peace. Yes. You
0: know what? I think that's so exciting though because these are people who are digital natives. Oh, yep. Matthew and I talk about this. These are people who grew up with cell phones from when they were children. They've never played
2: Snake. Yeah.
0: <laughs> they yeah. haven't they had played a, Pac-Man. They
2: haven't had text like a hey, one, 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 <laughs> two, two, one, two, <laughs> three, 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 four. Dang it like they don't, they don't know that pain. Yeah. Yeah. And they're
0: here and they've stopped by our booth and it's so great to see, obviously it's spec We were so thrilled to announce our partnership with MSU. Yeah. Uh, Matt Dom's here. We're actually going to talk to Matt Dom tomorrow. Thank you very much. But we're just so passionate about bringing technology into the classroom because we know the students want it. Right. Right. And so what excites you the most about what you've seen um, with some of the younger folks here at the show?
1: Yeah, I stopped by the uh, Clemson booth and just happened to see all of the materials that they made out of corrugated. So that, of course, caught my eye. But it was brilliant. All student designed, all student created displays, and they had this jungle theme. And so they had an elephant made out of hexacome and corrugated. It's beautiful. Yeah, really cool. And they were all very interested in how do we use social media? to be in the packaging world. They wanted to talk to me about podcasting. And uh, all of a sudden I was surrounded by a bunch of uh, uh, college kids. And I was like, this is great. Thank you. You know, I'm excited to to help you along the road. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I think along those lines, I don't remember what the exact number is, but it's somewhere north of like 60% of teenagers today when they're asked, what do you want to be when you grow up? They say social media influencer, Right. It's, it's, it's crazy. Cause you know, it used to be like doctor or athlete or whatever it was, now it's social media influencer. And so now that doesn't mean everybody go out and try to become a social media influencer. But what it means is if for us in the packaging industry this giant trillion dollar industry globally yeah. if we want to be impacting the next generation we have to be where they are mm-hmm. you know like I, I mean yes there's a thousand college students here which is great and yes there's high school kids here do you know how many tens of millions of high school students are on TikTok right now right watching youtube right now and and, and our, as an industry we traditionally have not done the best job mm-hmm. of being where they are as digital natives and right. so you know with with what you're doing here at SpecRite and creating an environment that is comfortable to them, and then also exactly. kind of doubling down partnering up with people like myself and Corey and Avelio and others and making your own content. It's like we're we're gonna be where where people are and that's the that's what's been happening. That's not new. <clears throat> you know this like methodology isn't new to be where people are. It's just we haven't pivoted to where they are because it feels weird, right? like yeah. we want to be like no, 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 they're still. Do it. We still want to do traditional stuff, and it's like, yeah, that's not going to cut it anymore. I
0: think what's so exciting for me about the students being here is I get to work with a lot of the alumni. Oh yeah. So many people at Specrite. I mean, Victoria was here from OFI. She's a Michigan State yeah. graduate. My, you know, Rod Pat Johnson Johnson, Michigan State. These are people who go out and work for the world's largest companies, the biggest brands. They will have they will have such an impact on the world. And what's cool is I see those folks that went to MSU. You know a while ago, embracing technology. And then you have these younger MSU grads that are now coming out with those skill sets. And I'm really excited over the next few years as they enter the workforce and start to collaborate with people who have really been in the market and know supply chain really well, especially after the last two years of what people have had to navigate. And I think the fusion of this institutional knowledge with some of this tech forward knowledge, I think we're going to see tremendous (laughs) leaps in packaging material (laughs) innovation. Yes things like sustainability, <laughs> I mean, I think the sky is really exactly. the limit. And this is really, feels like the jumping, this feels like the jumping off point to me. Yeah. Yep.
1: Plus, I would uh, agree. Yeah. A lot of the guests I've had on my podcast have been very, very young and mm. even right out of college. And like Mikey from scrap, like, yeah. he, you know, they just graduated yeah. and they've developed an app that's going no, to help people be... recycle. Yeah. You know, this is exciting.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's so spot on, you know, people who are graduating with packaging degrees now <laughs> they know how to use data. They know how to use technology. technology. They're going to be able to very quickly make compelling business cases for things. You know, I think one thing I hear a lot from people is they have trouble influencing the business to make a decision or the marketers. I'm a marketer. So I understand, you know, the pain sometimes of dealing with people like us. It's so hard to to deny data and go and say, Hey, marketing team, I know you guys think plastic is terrible, but we yeah, just ran an LCA I, I on glass, realized, like, and it's actually not as good for our carbon footprint. Feeders, so right. I know that, you know, so I think the conversations are going to be so much richer. And these are folks that typically it would have taken them decades to get influence right. in their organization. And I think they're going to be able to have the tools to put together really compelling business cases. Um, so that's really exciting to me, too. What else, what else are you guys excited about the show?
1: I'm excited to see more of it. I, like yeah. Adam, I've been here a lot. I've been at uh, the Scotch booth. Yeah. That that was really cool right. to see. To, to clarify,
2: there's not a booth where they just serve Scotch.
0: Yeah. That's I, tape.
2: Yeah. Yeah, It's yeah. different. That's cool. Scotch yeah. brand. Scotch brand is not just you don't just go drink Scotch. Which I was like, bro, it's nine o'clock in the morning. You're going
1: <laughs> he was super disappointed. I said, listen, West we can do that later. Yeah, yeah obviously. But it was uh they have a new product called Cushion Lock West that's a replacement West for so plastic really bubble. Good. And they're getting a lot of interest. You know, people are looking to replace and improve mm. and be more sustainable.
0: Yeah, one thing that I'm hearing too. And yeah. I yeah. really feel for everyone working in packaging for the last two yeah. years. I feel like everyone deserves a spa day. We need to have an oh, international packaging engineer appreciation day.
2: Yeah, okay. I started it.
0: You did? Can I we did. promote that? When is it? What day I know, is it?
2: I think it was in May. I put it, I, I was like, oh, I wonder if you can just make this happen. So I just put it on a LinkedIn one oh year. My God. Let's Let's make it official though. We're There's got to be a way to do this. You've heard
0: it here. We're going to get back to you on the exact date. Should
2: we call it Right Day? Do,
0: do. Hold on. Ready?
2: Yeah. We're making amazing things.
0: So, but the reason I say that as I was having dinner last night with um, the head of packaging at a multinational automotive company and um, she was talking about just- Was it Saturn?
2: It was Saturn, wasn't it? No, no,
0: it wasn't. Um, I won't name names (laughs) because we're going to talk about a challenge, but you know, I was like, oh man, the last few years have probably been like really tough, right? With like COVID and supply chains. And I'm like, are you finally getting some relief? And she's like- Nope, like the whole Russia situation and cutting off gas is impacting Europe, and it's increasing the price of everything there. And they, people don't have gas to put in their cars to get to their plants. And I was like, oh my gosh, if it's not one thing, it's the it's the yeah, next. Right. And we live in a world where it seems like these kind of glo- macro global challenges are happening faster than ever, and that's gotta ha- that must impact packaging people. I feel like disproportionately.
2: Well, there was so one example is. Uh, this this thing that n- literally nobody thinks about, even, hardly even in the packaging industry, which is a paper label liner. Yeah. So you got a label, it's got a liner and it's carried on. The liner has silicone on it so the label can peel off and then go into the bottle, for example. And normally, not an issue, right? No one ever really thinks about it. I mean, they break and stuff like that. There's issues with them. But there was a strike at a mill in Finland, okay? And it nearly crippled the global supply of paper liners for labels. And then just as they were coming back on, another paper mill in the U.S. that makes it shut down for their annual maintenance for like two months. And we're like, we can't even. So you've got all these companies who, speaking of specs, they don't have alternate specs approved. They don't know what they're going to do. And and they're stuck with just like, we may not be able to put labels on our products.
0: I know. no, it's true because, I mean, because the point is so well made of it, If it's like, if it's not one thing and how yeah. random is there's no one was predicting the strike in Finland and yeah. that subsequent plant maintenance right. Right. in the US. And you just have to have, you have to have your data at all times so that when this stuff happens, you at least have the optionality. Correct. Right. To to go to someone else and be like, can you make this thing? Or, yeah. I mean, this is my favorite thing in spec, right? Use your like item finder to find a similar thing. Yes.
2: Yeah. Because imagine if you go back, So if you haven't taken control, right, Mm -hmm. and you don't really know that you have a paper liner or you know you have a paper liner, but you don't know what the specs are, right? You don't know what the thickness is. You just don't know much about it because your label supplier has it, which by the way, if you want to buy labels, shout out to Myers, Myers Myers.com, we can supply (laughs) you with labels. So let's say that Myers is your label supplier and you come to Myers and you're like, hey, you can't get me my stuff. I need to know my specs so I can go buy it from someone else. How stoked do you think... A company like Myers or one of our competitors is mm-hmm. to just like give you over that information. Of course, we're going to give it to you. Yeah. But you can control that mm-hmm. and be like, okay, I can't get this paper liner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I can switch to a PET liner, mm-hmm. and this company has it. Just for now, yeah. just for you know. Yeah. So when you have control of those specs, you can you can be flexible and make those adjustments.
0: I know, right? He's going to kill me when he listens to this episode.
2: I wish you would stop getting into our business here. Last I checked, this was not Matthew doesn't host his own podcast. Yeah. And this is the packaging podcaster extravaganza. We
0: we made these easy buttons and we had him record those catchphrases. I love it. And. My favorite is like, kids love them.
1: Yes. And, yeah.
0: and I gave him and I was like, you need to bring these. He's got two young children. Yeah. And he's like, I had to take the batteries out after the first day. And yeah. He's like, they would stop pressing the button. But yeah. no, like yeah. I want to give these easy buttons to people in packaging because- Some of the stuff that people deal with, it doesn't have to be hard. Like, that's our message. I'm like, the crisis you just talked about, it doesn't have to be a crisis. Like, it can literally just be like, let's do a quick spec search, just like you would search on Google for something else. What do we have in our supply chain today? I mean, where we're going with this is the idea that you could search across your whole supplier network. Like, if you're Myers and you have a new product... Wouldn't you want to proactively tell people about it? Oh, the wig's coming off.
2: I have to take the wig off because you people with hair are crazy. Uh, How do you think I feel, Adam? It's so hot
0: with hair. It took me an hour to get ready this morning. I'm sitting there trying
2: to have a serious conversation and my head is sweating and on fire from that, from hair. Just cut it all off. Oh, okay, geez. that's good advice.
1: You get it, Corey. That's good advice. Yeah. Uh, I'll do it. I'll but do um, it. yeah, but you but don't we're we're
2: have at... the benefit <laughs> having here. I just found that out. You got to sit <laughs> through an interview, and now I'm just like, ah, you're free. It's just, oh, <laughs> uh, it feels yeah. so well, great. But
0: I think where we're going with this is for companies like Myers, like let's say you have a new product, a new innovation, a new something, or you you start to supply something else, you can proactively tell that to your network, and and your yeah. customer could be like, oh, I didn't know they offered this. Yeah.
1: With a quick I mean, quick email, and, with a, yeah, yeah, no
0: more email. It just yep. it's all yep. living in this ecosystem. I
1: love it, we and were, talking, we're getting
0: notified, and it's proactive instead of reactive.
2: We were talking to uh, to Matthew about that actually, about kind of this this next iteration about as a supplier, like what benefit does mm-hmm. Specrite bring? Because I think for so long we've thought about it from the. From the consumer end mm-hmm. or the CPG end, and and when we were talking with him, it was like, oh, light bulb moment. Like, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, to have like a supplier network that consumers could tap into would oh, be totally. incredible. A
0: Funny story about that. We were talking. We I we I'm so fortunate. We have a lot of packaging people come through Specrite. You know, yeah. people in the industry, and I love to learn from them because I'm a student of packaging. Um, and I was talking to one guy, and he's he wants to use Specrite, yeah. and they're a packaging supplier. And he said that he's the youngest person in his business and he's 38 years old. And he's like, I keep telling my executives, like who's going to be running the business in 20 years? Like there's not going to be a business. We need
1: a new group. And he's
0: like, yeah, he's like, we bring these young people in and then we give them a 30 pound laptop. And we tell them their life's gonna yeah right, and their life's gonna be so hard, and we yeah. barely have Wi-Fi. Yeah, and he's like, and we wonder why we're not retaining the Gen yeah. Zers or we're not attracting them. And I do think there's something. I do think the the leading packaging companies that start to see this as a revenue stream of like how can we better promote our products, how can we better be better sustainability partners, yeah. especially in Europe. This stuff is re- like suppliers need to give companies this data. It's not even about like, will you or won't you anymore? It's about the quality of the data. Yeah. Regulatory people are getting stressed because they don't know if it's accurate. Yeah. So uh, uh, our whole thing is like, let's not think about the data. Like that should just be clean all the time. Think about the other stuff, the right. value add, the innovation center. So I think, I think that's where it's going. And that's what excites me about it.
1: I liked how uh, Matthew said at the packaging summit uh, in Austin that Packaging is the future of advertising. Yeah. And it's the final frontier mm-hmm, where yeah. you guarantee it's getting in the hands of a consumer that's yeah. going to read it and you're going to sell more stuff.
0: Yeah. And absolutely.
1: So that's you know what's funny? Something to think about.
0: Uh friend of the pod, Kevin from yeah. Dermalogica, Kevin yeah. Davis. Funny because I have um the Dermalogica, I I forget which cleanse, the gentle facial cleanser. And it's a uh, it's got <laughs> PCR. Yep. Yeah. And when I told Kevin I gave him a high five I'm like this feels luxury. And I think a lot of marketers especially and again I'll call ourselves out first yep. have this perception that like PCR it's not as beautiful, it's not as sexy, the consumer's not going to like it as much. And it stands out on I have a a, sh- a shower yeah, shelf a and it's I have Kerastase, very fancy yep. French shampoo. All bright white. Yep. All yeah, yep. all colors. Oh colors! And then shows. I have this, and it looks—it actually looks more sophisticated—the Dermalogica oh, yeah. one. And I'm like, see, sustainability can be cool. Yeah. And it's really durable. Yeah. And I'm like, I love this thing. Like, I just—I'm so proud of companies like that. We're proud to partner with Dermalogica Yeah. Um, who are really pushing the boundaries of what it means to be sustainable and what it means to stand out on a shelf. Right part of it as consumers we have to let go of the old perception of it should be heavy or shiny or 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 Or, whatever you can still communicate amazing things and have it be sustainable
1: i agree agreed yeah frederick drew said the same thing he's from unilever and he said their ren packaging is made for enough pcr content that it turned it gray Mm. and he said we took that as a badge of honor and and we're celebrating that to our to our customers and they're appreciating that.
0: Yeah, oh. and just to tie it back hey. to social media, oh no, I think we have to. Oh, there are some of the students we were talking about. How are going? Okay. Go, hey Blue yeah. Go Blue Devils!
2: Go Blue Devils! Not Duke. Oh. UW Stout. It's uh, packaging. Oh, thank
0: God! As a Syracuse alumni, I can't cheer <laughs> for, for Duke, example, <laughs> Not but we lot. can cheer for Stout. Um, but just to bring it back to TikTok, I think what you guys are doing on social media is so important because you're educating the next generation of big consumers. Thank you. That PCR is cool and that you you guys are literally in the front lines of changing people's perception of what good packaging looks like. And without that education, people don't know.
1: And if we go through all the trouble to make something recyclable Mm -hmm. and the consumer doesn't know it's recyclable and they don't know what to do with it. Yeah. uh, We only got halfway there.
0: Yeah. Well, I want to do a fun little segment for us. So on Beyond the Shelf, I play a game called Kill Keep Change. Yeah. Okay. And so you played it with me once. Yours I'd... was a very controversial episode.
1: Is was it? it? Are yeah. we choosing between the three of us?
0: Yeah, I'll do. Well, I'll do. We'll do one, and I'll have each each person. No, we are not going to
1: kill one of us. That's what I'm asking. Oh no, 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 no! Thank, Thank God, it's not going <laughs> to be.
0: This you. didn't turn into Highland. Was, <laughs> was a Highlander. There was, can only be one. I was yeah. ready to no, date. we're not doing that. <laughs> okay. So I have a hat full of random things. Okay. And I'm going to pick three, and we have to we have to kill one, keep one, change one. Okay. First thing mouse pads so like mm. you, what you use for a computer oh yeah easy second one ch- chapstick okay third one and that's a little too close to home wow
2: <laughs> was it a politician it was a politician wasn't it? <laughs> no
0: it was hand sanitizer i was like i've used so much hand sanitizer oh, In the past yeah. years i can't do it all right saran wrap so oh. saran wrap chapstick mouse pads what would you kill what would you keep what would you change adam let's start with you
2: Okay. This is, this is pretty easy. Mouse pads can go straight, straight away. Yeah. I don't need a mouse pad so we can kill that. Mm -hmm. Um, I would, uh, I would keep chapstick Mm -hmm. because I guess that's what I got to do. Yeah. Uh, because Saran wrap needs to change and it would be awesome, uh, to have some sort of like a reusable, a reusable or a, uh, a, maybe some type of like home compostable option I was thinking that we could do with saran wrap. So it has the right barrier. We're dreaming right now, right? So the yeah. property is yeah. the same. Usage is the same. It's a great product for what it does. But let's change it a little bit. So we're going to kill mouse pads because who needs those anymore? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so like thanks for the easy one. I really appreciate I'm it. I'm trying and to give you a softball. No, I really, I, I did like that.
0: Corey, I'm actually just going to pick different ones. This is fun.
1: I like mouse okay. pads. Okay. You Co- like mouse pads, yes. Corey? What a cat. You're them. pro mouse pad. I'm pro mouse pad. I'm I'm going to go out on a limb and I'm going to say that on air. <laughs> Tell us well, in the
0: comments what you think. We
1: can't. <laughs> we can't be friends. Well,
0: this pod, this just, podcast. This is This interview over. is I,
1: freaking over. <laughs> pro mouse pad. I, I don't like chef stick. I'm going to say it. I don't like it. I don't need it.
0: Corey, for you, we have sparkling water. Mm. I I would have trouble killing that one. pencils and. Oh plastic water bottles. Yes. Plastic water bottles, pencils, sparkling water. What would you kill? What would you South keep? All. What would you change? Plastic
1: water bottles can die. There are so many amazing sustainable alternatives, aluminum, reusable. Stop buying plastic water bottles. I saw so many booths walking through people walking <laughs> to their booth carrying cases of plastic water what about bottles.
2: Are the fish gonna the get they, <laughs> they didn't we can keep
1: we can't do that again. Can't do that again. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Uh so, yes, go to aluminum bottles, buy cans, fill your own bottle if you can. That's the best Shout idea. out
0: to Liquid Death killing yes. it yeah, in yeah. the canned water game. Oh, I Incredible. bought my Martha Stewart
2: handmade Liquid Death candle. Have you seen this thing? Stop, oh I God. want one. It's amazing. I'm obsessed
0: with her. She she is so on the front, she's like leading brilliant. edge of marketing. Yep. So,
2: have you seen the video? No.
0: It's you got to her... send it to me. Okay, after
2: this. so it's her like like hands are coming in and she's like, "Hi, I'm Martha Stewart." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I may or may not be making these candles by hands.
0: Stop. (laughs) I just want to do a quick shout out to Liquid Death and then we'll get back to your kill Kill and Martha Stewart. Well, you know, I always talk about like the product is the package and there is is no better company exemplifying this than them because the problem they're solving is like you're at a party and you want to seem cool. You don't want to drink a beer, but you seem lame if you have a water bottle. And they make it look cool, right? Like the product is the packaging. And what I thought was so neat is for Halloween. And I'm sure this is the Martha Stewart commercial. They've done so much with the packaging of like some sides that have like a zombie on it. And I'm like, this is great. Yeah. Yes. Innovation. It's more yeah. recyclable. Like, like it's, it's helping with like a, so, an apparent social dilemma. I just think they shout out to them. We don't work with them, but yeah. you guys I could, kill I like could it.
2: make this slightly controversial in that number one, when people say our aluminum cans are plastic free, they're wrong. There's plastic liner and aluminum cans, and that's fine. Just stop saying it
0: okay
2: fair and number two, <laughs> we need aluminum for a lot of products, and I'm not sure that water needs to be in aluminum because aluminum has a ton of awesome barrier properties and all that stuff, that's but fair. It, anyway, Corey's still anti mouse so, pad, so
0: <laughs> plastic maybe okay, so, you should
1: use your mouse pad to keep your water i will well, <laughs> i'm gonna. Yeah, you could,
0: but I just got rid of them all. What about <laughs> pencils and sparkling water? Pencils need to change.
1: I like reusable, refillable pencils. Oh, well, that's good. I think that's a fun uh, sustainability mm-hmm. initiative. And if I killed uh, sparkling water, my wife would kill me. So I'm going to say keep. Uh, keep that one. Smart yep. man. Yep.
0: Yeah. And on that note, we'll wrap up the podcast, the packaging podcast extravaganza. Adam, Corey, thank you so much for joining me. This thank was fun. You. It was yeah. so fun. Let's do it again soon. Thanks, everyone. Yeah. Thank, thank you. you. Beyond the Shelf is presented by SpecRight, the first cloud-based platform for specification management. Say goodbye to spreadsheets, share drives, and legacy systems, and digitize your specs in a secure, single source of truth. With SpecRight, you can easily share and collaborate on specs with other departments and across your entire supply chain network. Taking a spec-first approach enables you to accelerate product and packaging development, go to bid faster, report on sustainability, and ultimately spend less time chasing data and more time making amazing things. To learn more, visit specright.com. That's S-P-E-C-R-I-G-H-T tcom